everyone. Welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-typical careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, everyone. Rachel Veltry is our guest speaker, and she is actually somebody that I have known for... Wow, maybe since 2016 we met. Yes, that sounds correct. Yes, um, through another women's organization. And I am so excited to bring her interview with y'all today. Christy and I both are, because Christy and I are both really good friends with her. So, yes, we love Rachel. <laughs> yes, she is the owner and GC of Neves Construction. And um, she and I also founded Women Construction Forum of the Upstate of South Carolina back in, I think that was 2018, Rachel? We did start forming it in 2018. I think officially it was 2019, but okay, Okay. And so that's kind of just a local women's group. And you can definitely find that group on LinkedIn with its own little group set up. So, but I wanted to go on ahead and turn it over to Rachel and she can tell you all about herself and the wonderful things happening at her company. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Angela, for having me. I am excited to be here, of course, just like everyone else who's been on your show. <laughs> but it's more fun because yeah. it's both. <laughs> Yay. Well, Neves Construction is, um, we are a general contractor. Primarily right now, we're a general contractor in Florida. However, we have expanded construction consulting services to the upstate. We primarily here in the Southeast actually handle owner's rep services is one of our bigger things. Um, We also do interim project management and other construction consulting services such as site inspections, uh, subcontractor vetting. And recently, we have added employment placing. We work with construction companies to place both professional and skilled trades workforces. Now, how do you do that, Rachel? Like, do you have women that are reaching out to you and that's how you're able to connect them? It's mostly started through years, 20 years of connections in the construction industry. Mm -hmm. And when I have worked with construction companies, it's kind of just came up. You know, it's just like a lot of how you branch off into a lot of different services. It has become because it's something you didn't realize you had this wonderful database of people, men mm-hmm. and women. Mm-hmm. And then especially now when, you know, it's been such a challenging part of everyone's business in this industry. Yes. And people, you know, just bring it up in conversation. Then I realized, well, I have this amazing database of people through you know, 20 years of being in the industry. And then locally here, Women Construction Forum, we have really cultivated knowing who these amazing talents are in this area. And then, you know, adding on the students that we get from Greenville Technical College and from Clemson and other areas. We also have this, you know, huge database of energetic and excited women that are going into the industry and 
you know, we know that they're going to be superstars, right? Oh, yeah. So most yeah, of them, exactly. I'm telling you, all the women, <laughs> all the women in our group, these young women are superstars, period. And so it's it's great to know we have access to them because they're they're going to be looking for jobs or they're looking for internships. So, you know, that's part of the database. And um, it just has kind of worked out that way. But I, it's not like recruitment services. Um, it's, it's just a, I, I take a different approach. And sometimes that approach, I like that approach each time to be where I'm stepping in to that company and getting to know that company so that I can help them with long-term employment services. Oh, yeah. Long-term solutions is a better way of putting that. Everybody needs that right now. <laughs> yeah. And so one of your passions, because you have many, are, you know, kind of helping along in the career journey and giving back to the community. Tell us more about that. Well, I think that I've, like you, Angela, I think you surpassed me in this, but I'm a helper. <laughs> in general, <laughs> I want to see yeah. everyone in my life, yes. around me, in my bubble, or whatever, I want to see everyone succeed. So, yeah. you know, it's just natural for me to want to help others. And, you know, being a part of this um, group of women in the upstate and recently teaching at uh, Greenville Technical College, I was able to just really connect with people and, and realize how important it is. You might be the only person in this young person's life that they've ever had that's a professional, you know, has a professional career. It doesn't matter if it's construction or whatever. Amen. But so many of these people are just thirsty for an example or someone just to ask yeah. them questions, listen to them, be there to talk to them. So, you know, it's important. And, it, you know, mentoring is not just the young people. Sometimes you end up mentoring whether you see it happening. Me. You mentor these <laughs> other women in your group that, you know, want to share their experience and ask, what would you do in this situation? Or, you know, just discuss things that you've been through in your journey along this path. Well, I just have to share with the audience that if it wasn't for Rachel and Angela, the inspiration for me to be able to do what I'm doing across the United States and just helping women and communities and just really inspired me, the two of them, just having somebody on my side was huge for me. It literally was a game changer for me, my personality. I became who I really am, where I was kind of like suppressed because I didn't want to act a certain way at the job sites. And you two were a big inspiration for me being the person that I am instead of the imposter that I was and didn't even know it. So you, you two are my inspiration. And after 27 years of being on an island all by myself, I just can't thank both of you enough for just encouraging me. All we did was meet and talk, but that sometimes is all a female needs, right? Yeah. That is so true. I've heard you say that before and it always touches my heart. Neves Construction, a general contractor and woman-owned business specializes in assisting construction companies with finding and creating short and long-term solutions for employee placement in areas of professional and skilled trades. Neves Construction further provides construction services to owners and developers, including owner's rep, interim project management and supervision, site inspections, and lending progress reporting. 
For more information, visit nevesconstruction.com. That's N-E-V-E-S construction.com. Laura Bickerstaff, when I first met her and I was telling her that, you know, if you would concentrate, you might be able to expand an area of your business by concentrating on women and fits for apparel, you know, work apparel that, uh, of course, it's not going to come out right here. That fits us. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll just make it simple. Yeah. I would love to have safety apparel that fits me. <laughs> <laughs> Laura says, yes, that's that conversation we had that day. <laughs> oh, you never know. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's just a smile. It's just a word. It's just a a, a feeling of inclusion within your peer group. That's, oh, yeah. that's all it takes for women. They don't need a lot. You know, uh, we do a lot of mentoring for the younger girls because we want them to stay in our trade, in their trade. But um, I think for us older ladies, and we're not very old, by the way, audience, <laughs> Um, for us that are a little more seasoned, I guess is a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Just a smile, a handshake. Uh, I see what you're doing and it's great. We really are glad you're here. Just those simple things make a huge difference. Yes. And I have witnessed Rachel time and time again. In fact, this is probably how I met her. She will go up to the person that's not being spoken to, and it's their first time at that event. And usually they're larger events. She will seek them out and make them feel comfortable. I, mean, I love that. It is a gift. I've Rachel, seen her do it, that, too. And now it inspires me. I, I do mean, the same thing. Yes. Well, I meet the most interesting people that way. <laughs> it is pretty cool, isn't it? but I just can't stand the thought of someone you know being in a room and like I don't know anybody that just makes me nuts because we all know how that feels right Mm -hmm. for sure and there's nothing wrong with stepping out of your comfort zone and doing what you do Rachel well I think we all are just frozen by fear right what if they don't like us what if they don't talk to us gosh there's so many more brilliant things that can come from it don't worry about that one little thing Absolutely. And I think it's, yeah. it's also some people just are not great public speakers and that's a form of public speaking, you know, mm. but once you kind of introduce them to other people, then there's a crowd and it's, it's different. Yeah. That's awesome. So Rachel, you've, I mean, you've been in this industry construction for all of your life in various different roles, um, career. And I know that you feel passionate about also you know, women being in the trades or non-traditional roles, it really does matter having us there. So can you like give us any more insight into why you feel that way? Which so many of us do. I mean, Christy and I definitely do. And all of our speakers have. You know, I want to say, okay, there's gaps in our industry, you know, but more importantly, I just was always told Fortunately, by my parents, I could do whatever I wanted to do. And that's awesome. Yeah. And when women know that, whether it be robotics, you know, megatronics, police force, welding, construction, yeah, welding, construction industry, of any, you know, electrician, but all of these things, women need to know that there are other women are actually doing it because they, they don't see that as frequent. And so, And also women are just, I mean, truly 
most of the women that I know, we don't just work. We work hard and everything that we have in us. We don't expect things because things have not been given to us. And so we know that we have to work a little harder. And so, so many industry leaders have already tapped into that because they get it Mm -hmm. and they see how hard these women work and they see that they're often perfectionists. They're often just more driven to be a good example for others. And so it's kind of an untapped resource in some fields. And, you know, I think, wow, it, it just makes sense. Right. But I also just, one of the things that we all know that we were not taught is that you could do anything like my parents, of course, because they didn't, well, my father did, but my mother didn't. Everyone wanted you to go to college and go to right. do that for your degree, <laughs> right? Like that's, that's the only way you could survive, right? Right. And- I Happy I did it. Extremely happy. However, no one ever sat me down and said, you know, you, you don't have could- to. <laughs> You could make so much more money and you could get going quicker by going, you know, to school to be an electrician or a plumber or whatever. And I just see women excel in these areas. And I'm just still dumbfounded that there's not more women. And and why isn't there? Probably because we need to make a better effort as women to go out and tell these young people, hey, there are these other paths. Yes. And they're pretty cool. And, you know, we, we enjoy being in in this industry yeah, we and do. here's why. So, you know, because the only person that ever came to speak to me at school was a nurse mm-hmm. and I was the only little girl that just did not stand up and say, yes, I want to be a nurse. I was like, Mm-mm, I never wouldn't have stood up either. <laughs> and you do such a great job going into the career centers mm-hmm. and technical schools, sharing this story, right? And getting yes. in front of these women. To help them see and, what and they so can be. <laughs> and so do you. But this is about you today. <laughs> it is. I don't know why, but now I'm like, well, you do that too, Angela. <laughs> well, and you guys doing it made me want to do it. Yeah, we all do it. But <laughs> and now Alex wants to do it and Yay. Rocky wants to do it. So, you know, that's how it works. We love it. And and these young women come to these groups. I I really didn't even think about that in the beginning, but it it really seems to um, make an impact on these. Well, they're closer to their age, so they're not, you know, our age. It does. (laughs) So I love it. I wanted to ask you something that I've noticed lately with women confidence builders. The you can do anything is not just for girls. So the more that we're talking to boys and men, we're finding out that just because of the way they were raised or maybe the way they look or how much money their family had or whatever circumstances that they're in, they don't always feel like they can do anything either. So I know we talk about women a lot on the podcast, but I do think this is a a global problem with, you know, just the way our culture is these days, right? We're all social media, people aren't doing things in person and especially the younger generation. But I feel like the boys and the men are also struggling with, can I really do anything? And I don't know if you've experienced that or not, Rachel, but I was wondering what you thought about that. I am so happy that you brought that up. I can give you a great example. I, when I taught construction project management, most of the mentees from that 
particular class are young men. Mm. And most of them were already working in construction and going to the uh, construction engineering technology uh, program at Greenville Tech. And these students literally just, so many of them still contact me and, and it's questions, you know, questions about how to start your own business, small business. So I mentor a lot of these young men. I love it. I love to hear that. Do you know someone in the upstate of South Carolina suffering from substance use disorder? Favor Upstate is a recovery community resource center that provides a compassionate and innovative response to the suffering caused by substance use. Favor Upstate helps rebuild lives, build families, and strengthen communities. Recovery from substance use disorder is a reality. For more information, visit favorupstate.org. And I think it's really important that we don't leave them out because our culture over the years has excluded them simply because they don't talk about their feelings, right? So they're not going to sit around a table like you and Angela and I are and go, hey, I don't feel like I fit in, right? These guys are, you know, they're, they were brought up with our grandfathers or our great grandfathers saying, um, we're not going to tell people about how we feel. And that, but that doesn't mean that they don't have the same kind of feelings about a lot of things that we do. Absolutely. And you just have to be present. You just have to recognize that in young people and give them your time. Yes. I love it. Well, thank you for being on today, but before we close up, I can't believe 20 minutes is up already. Um, Before we close up the guest show with the wonderful Rachel Veltry, who happens to be one of my dearest friends. We would love for everyone to know how to get a hold of you, how to get a hold of your, you know, whether you want, if people are looking to do business with you, we'd love to know how to get a hold of you. The audience would, we'd love to know more about Women Construction Forum, where to go for that. I know that you're familiar with the forum on Women Talk Construction, and we are telling our audience to go there. And, you know, two months from now, they may forget who said what about the Women Construction Forum. But if you will post that information also in there, that would be wonderful. So that way they can go back and reference it and go, oh, it was Rachel, right? And then they can reach out to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I know you're a WBE too. So we don't want to like forget to talk about that. So I know you're in the process of it and it does take a little bit of time, but very soon Rachel is a woman owned business and she will be, she will have her certification as well. So just tell the audience a little bit about how to get a hold of you and, you know, whether it be a website or, or associations that you're involved in, but we would love for them to connect with you because you're a wonderful mentor. You're a wonderful, um, just an example of a, a great woman in business and in construction. Well, thank you. And once again, thank you both for having me today. It's it's like being, you know, with your friends, of course, but I love what you all do. I'm so <laughs> proud of you both. I Aww. really am. Oh, I can't say you. that enough. But I am best reached through Rachel Veltry, which is V-E-L-T-R-I on my LinkedIn page. So I am here in upstate South Carolina and I can also be reach through Neves Construction, which is 
N E V E S <laughs> seven spell backwards. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I do seem to um, connect quicker through LinkedIn. If anyone wants to find me, I would love to speak to you. Um, I love to, you know, I love to answer questions for how to start a small business. What What are your you know, success stories, what, you know, what are some things you wouldn't do? I I love speaking to people about stuff like that. But otherwise, if you need my services, you can uh, check me out at nevesconstruction.com um, or reach out through LinkedIn. Yay. Thank you so much. And one more thing, Women Construction Forum, if you're in the upstate of South Carolina or know somebody that is, definitely make sure that you connect there. We have had the best growth in that group. And there's some seasoned construction ladies. There's some very new construction ladies in our group. And organically, we are making friends and we're helping each other. And we really love Angela and Rachel and I all love to just support the younger generation in, in, in staying in the trades. Yes, sometimes you get discouraged and you don't, it's hard to stay in because you just feel like you don't have, you know, you just don't have your tribe and we want to make sure that you feel like you have a tribe. So if you're in this area, please reach out to Rachel or myself or Angela and the three of us and the group of a women construction forum, we can't wait to help you get plugged (laughs) in and, and get to know others and just feel comfortable in your space. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.